This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, it is the Daftest Scottish Football Podcast around and it is the day after the old firm, so let's introduce the team. First a man with a bigger smile than Boris Johnson getting an invite to a party, it's Chris Toll sporting what looks to be a Callum McGregor-esque mask. How you doing guys? <laughs> Good mate. That man there. Listen, go to applaud him. He's fallen down a set of stairs. Celtic have beat Rangers and he kicked fuck out a bin earlier on. It's Stephen Purden. Kicked fuck out a bin? Hey, right, Stevie, I, I, bet, I bet you wish you were on two doors down or all. I was talking to Gredo earlier and I said that. I said, what a good week not to do the podcast, Gredo, man. No, but, aye, it's, it's, it's been a tough week, you know, tough week. Hey, we, we, we dust ourselves down and we go again. We go again? We go again. Right, let's get into it, boys. Um, Chris has turned up in the mask, ready to go. His dog's even getting excited. Sorry, troops. Um, the game last night, Stephen, I'm going I'm to come to you first because I think you're going to have a lot to say on this. You have the floor, my friend. Yeah. Uh, where the fuck do I start? I'm not I'm not going on one of my clancy rants, right? I can't be asked. Right. I'm just going to be honest. Rangers v Celtic daft. Toll was in the four away his prediction. He said 4-0. Do you know something? That first half, it should have been 6-0 to Celtic. That first half, Celtic. Uh, like, they done what we, we all knew these were going to do, but for some reason, the players... And, do you know what? It's a, it, it, it's a mixture of both, right? I lay a lot of the blame at Gio's door. We went into the winter break six points ahead. We're no fucking a point behind. Do you know what I mean? It's that That's not good enough. The way, how deep we are, when we go away from home in the league, teams we play, how fucking deep. Kamar Roof was in his own half for most of that game. Now that that just plays into Celtic, Celtic's horns. Do you know that you're the saying do you know what you're saying there? That it was a point during the game last night, quite early on, and I looked, and the only player in the Celtic half was Joe Hart. It's terrible, mate. It's, All of the we players were, were in the Rangers half. We were so, so deep. I mean, right, even before the winter break, right, I'm, go, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to go on a rant, right? right? Yes, even, yeah. be, e- even before the winter break, right, we go to Tynecastle, we win 2-0, right? We scored two early goals. Let's not kid ourselves on. After that, Hearts absolutely battered us, right? They hit the post, they hit the bar, right? They were all errors. We go to Hibs, we get the three points due to a late penalty for the roof. We go to Pataudry, we absolutely shite the bed. I think if you look at the stats for that game, Aberdeen had mere possession. We go to Ross County with three brain farts, dropping our two points, and then we go to Celtic Park. The, the pattern in all this is we go to these grounds and we gave teams too much respect. We sat after them. We let them have the ball. We used to have this high press on the ball and after the ball. There was a high intensity. That's all gone. That's all gone. 
I don't, I, I genuinely would love somebody to sit down and show me what Gio's trying to do because it doesn't look, we don't look like we're trying to do. You, you, you've got a team there full of so much attack potential and he's fucking taking all that out the team now with the way he wants to set up. It's square pegs and round holes. We, we, we don't know how to sit and we can't do that. And then you're just playing into Celtic's horns. And I fucking take my heart off to say, like, he's absolutely played some scintillating stuff. You tore us to shreds. And like I'm saying, it should have been met at half time. And if somebody said to me at half time, this game's going to start finish 3 0, I would have said, nah. It's got, I thought it was going to be 5 6. The only shining light was Ryan Jack when he came off the bench. He looked really good. Uh, I thought Sakala was pretty good when he came on. Eh? I thought Sakala was all right when he came. Ah, he was all right, man. I thought Juranovic was my man of the match for you. I thought he, he was, was, he was, he was incredible. He was incredible. Greg Taylor and hats off to Greg Taylor as that, well. That, 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 that's the thing. What McCoy said is bang on. You look at it, man. A lot of what we done last season, Barisic and Tav, both of them absolutely shot the bed last night, especially Borna. Honestly, if I'd seen Borna last night, I don't know what I'd have fucking... Oh, my God. How much he fucking absolutely in his shell was incredible, right? But then you look at Greg Taylor and you look at Juranovic and then you look at Jota and you look at Abada and you look at fucking Ken and you look at the boy we've got for Man U. Four of them didn't want to know and four of them bossed the game. That's what I, I ran out of how many times you went down the left side or the right side and you said men over and then you'd play a bond to Hatati or Callum McGregor. I ran out of how many times you've done it. It was fu- I nearly popped out my fucking hair transplant. <laughs> Honestly, it was, I could, it was, it was doing my fucking head in. But fair play, see, see what Andrew's done, it's incredible. It is, see what he's done. See, we, we really should have put the fit on the throat at the start of the season. We should have been out of sight, right? We should have been. The way you started the season, the way we were picking up points, we right. should have. But we have stood still. What, what he's done coming into Scottish football, that team he's assembled. You've got to applaud it because the way he's got you playing is incredible. And last night you seen a team who have bought into a manager's philosophy and they're fucking gung ho for it. And then the other side, you seen a team who don't know what the fuck they're doing because they don't know what the manager wants from the day. Do you think that's it? I mean, it was staggering from a neutral perspective. You're sitting back and going, and I'm guessing you were saying this as Stephen as well, Stephen. Why are they sitting off them so much? I've been saying it for weeks, John. I've said it at Petodre. Said it at Petodre. I've said it at Tencastle. I said it at Ross County. And then it, it baffles me because then Van Broncos comes out after the game at the weekend and he says it's some of the best football he's seen us play under him. And it has been when we went 2-1 down to we go 3-2 in front, right? So if that's what he's saying, he should be going, you should go and start games like that. Last night, man. See, for the first two minutes, you knew the way that game was going to go. You knew it. You could just, the writing was on the wall. It was just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. You just knew Celtic were going to score and they were going to just run out of the tapas. The only thing I would be raging about is if I was a Celtic fan, no raging, just a bit disappointed, is that you didn't take about six or seven hours. You know, I was I was talking to my mates last night on the on the group chat, and quite a lot of them were slating McGregor. And I said to them, I was like, listen, see if he's not in goals, that's fucking five or six, nothing at half time. Aye. Especially the double save he does for fucking Jackie aye. Marcus and was it aye. Jota and Jackie Jota Marcus and Abada? Jackie Marcus, aye. 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 You're right. Uh, do you know, see when it was 1-0 and he was making all these saves, it felt like a kind of 
Tommy Burns, Walter Smith. Aye. And, because, mate, know, where... see, see if Aribo, Aribo plays that body Arfield, it's not even a hard body play. See if he just plays a body Arfield, that's a, it's one on one with Arfield, and then two minutes later, you've got to part and score. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the fucking, do you know what I mean? Aye. Chris, from a Celtic point of view, where did Ange get it right? Was it just the intensity that he started the game? Because, I mean, Celtic, like Stephen says, came out of the traps. Like, like, John, I, I've been saying that for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. I, say, I said it on Celtic yeah. B Rangers daft. It's, we came out in the first half and we absolutely fucking attack fuck-out teams, man, and we, we just hammer them and hammer them and hammer them. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But then again, in the second half, because we've been going at them so much in the first, I, I kind of feel as if we're dropping off a bit. And I think to a certain extent that happened again last night as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Joke's done, no, mate. Joke's done. Well, I said that as well, didn't I not say, if we're going to beat them, it, we need to do it. We need, it needs to be done Aye. in the first half. And I think they've done that. And I think they know that. that that's, that's their strength. Like the... Like you said, Stevie, some of the football that we're playing is outstanding. It really is. There was, there was one where, was it Jack Marcus again and McGregor saved it again? He's totally Aye. ripped his open, man. It was like bang, 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 bang. And that was what was doing my nut in last night. That is, like, we get the ball and it's so laboured and so passive. We can't even pass a ball to Fahiri there. It's, it's, and then Celtic get the ball, and even when he's all just making me two or three-yard passes, it's fucking zipped in, and he's moving. When you pass it, you're moving. We're playing it. How, how much time does fucking Conor Goldson think he's going to get in a ball? I know. To pass the ball? Honestly, it's... I just don't know if the players... I, a lot of the players need to take the blame as well. Like Borna Barisic last night... He sh- him and Ryan Kent and Glenn Kamara shouldn't be seen the Rangers tap for a good few weeks. Honestly, they need to get fucking benched. It, it, it's a really fucking sad state of affairs when a guy who's been out with such a fucking serious career-threatening injury for how many months comes on the park and these cunts are showing up. Do you know what I mean? And he's in team. Ryan Jack came on last night as if, what the fuck are you doing? Do you know what I mean? It's like... Mm. Glenn Kamara, man, he just hides. See, when there's no Steve Davis or a fucking Ryan Jack next to him, he just fucking hides, honestly. It's in Borna. Oh, my God, for a bad as well, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the, first, the first thing that you ever do, you ever learn as a defender, is you don't let the ball bounce. Nah. He stood and waited on that ball rather than going to it. And well, even he, he waited on it, then he just started doing squats. I bet that's what I was <laughs> going to say. Before a bad as even... Hit the ball. He's on the deck. So he's on his knees. Aye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or on his arse, basically. Mm-hmm. But it was that's a, that's I'll, I'll honestly say that's that's the worst Rangers performance I've seen since. The Mate, do you know what that was? Since, that was came back five year. That it was came back five year. That was, was. Kish, level mm-hmm. stuff, man. Aye. It really Aye. was. I mean, what do you make it, John? You're a you're a neutral. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, you just watched it, and just when you're watching Rangers last night, you just, I mean, Celtic obviously they were just flew out the traps, and you think, fuck hell. I mean, some brilliant saves from McGregor to to keep it down, and then you just you're screaming at the telly, why are you fucking standing off them? It was basic yeah. stuff. Get on them tight. Get on yeah. them tight because you know it, you're not going to get anywhere. You think you've got Diallo there. And you think, where's the opportunity on this pitch? Get the ball into Diallo, you let him go to Greg Taylor. He, I think, was just, the whole atmosphere, I think he was just shit scared of you. Rabbit in the headlights. It was a rabbit in the headlights, absolutely. And Kent, honestly, just, Kent just shat himself, Iranovich. 
you're out of Chad in his back pocket and you're going, wee man, like, how Gio's not going, like, switch, go near that side. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, fucking go near that side, take a break, fucking get the ball, man, step over, step over, you know, it's just like, right, geezer, you're like Kent, man. One thing I did notice about Ryan Kent is if you cook his hair and put it on my head, I'd have a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen, obviously the first goal is really important in an old firm game. Ali McCoyst on commentary thought it was fine. I've seen a few X-Rangers. I don't know what we were talking about. I don't know what Chris Boyd saying. You've got to stop the play. Do you fuck? Like, I, me and my mates are sitting watching it last night and you're going, there's no way you're stopping the play for that. Not no. a fucking chance. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what Tav's moaning about. Like, fucking, is it Aribo and Bassey have went in each other? Yeah. You're going, you're not going to stop the play for that. I bet, see the thing is, I, I genuinely, to me, it didn't look like a head knock. It looked as if yeah. the two of them clashed yeah. shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, the way Bassey's fell down, he's maybe bumped his head or something, and that's why he's he's been like, can I look as if... If that's, the, if that's the other way about, I'm laughing, going as if I was going to play for that. Get exactly. You know what I mean? That's fair, mate. That's fair, because I've seen a few uh, X-Rangers players complaining about that. Um, no. Just got to get a, a mention to Hitati, uh, Chris. I mean, what a... F- I mean, 1.5 million, was it? What what a fucking find that is. I mean, see the way he hits the ball. Well, that's yeah. it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, that's, no, no wonder somebody at Celtic Park's wearing a fucking mask. Because it's daylight <laughs> robbery. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, My mate said last night it reminded me when the Rav Chick signed for Celtic. When he turned, see, when he turned, when he turned around as if and didn't know what to do to celebrate. Aye. That's exactly what that reminded me. Aye. Exactly what it reminded me. But uh, I, mate, I don't. There was not one Celtic player that doesn't get past marks last night. They were outstanding, to a man. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every one of them. So I mean, that that obviously leaves Celtic one point ahead. Stephen, what do Rangers need to improve on to? There to... better be a fucking major heated fucking debate inquest a lot today. They better be right to punch fuck at each other, arguing each other, screaming each other. There needs to be. Gio needs to fucking, he needs to understand we can't play that way. How many games, like I say, the Hibs game, the Hearts game, the only game I remember is going to be filming actually playing well was Livy, the 3 1 game at the fucking spaghetti had. But you're gone. We need to change the tactics now. We need right. to, and you're gone, right? Are we, if I'm going to get a better perspective, right? Nothing's won a loss last night, but it's a big fucking psychological blow, right? There's the, the momentum. Was was with Celtic going into the game, and now there's no fucking doubt that they're running away. You know, they, we need to get Morelos back. You need to get Ramsey fit. You need to make sure Ryan Jack's signing that team. You need to get Balogun playing centre half. You need to get Barisic on the bench. You need to get Kent on the bench. There needs to be a fucking rejig, and we need to fucking really just assess what we're trying to do here. Because, like I said earlier, I do not know what brand of football we're trying to play right now. Right, yeah. Under Gio. I really don't. I don't, and I, I like thinking on my football. I sit and watch football nearly every day of the fucking week, but I do not know what we're trying to do now. I don't. Yeah. See, if you're sitting there, if you're Gio and you're going, right, we need to sit in. We're trying to be a defensive fucking model here. A defensive model needs to have a focal point, somebody holding the ball up. No, your fucking main man up front sitting in your own area, plus a defensive setup and a defensive model. Doesn't it go in fucking three and doing it half time? And Disney can see three goals to Ross County either. So something needs to give. Something needs to change. 
I'll tell you something. See if they play like that against Dortmund. Dortmund will take about eight halfies. Aye, in the first leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think both, but I mean, Celtic, like, Celtic's frailties, and Chris has pointed out, is they come out hot in the first half and then they drop off in that second half and teams can maybe get at them. I mean, I think both set sides are going to drop points. I don't think it's just going to come down to the old firm games, I'll be honest with you. See, see the thing is, but right, see the thing is, Celtic run out of steam, right? <clears throat> see, like, right, let's look at it. Carla Vickers, Hatati, Maeda, eh, Jota. The Jota I, player. I, 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 I think you need to give uh, Matt O'Reilly a shout no, out. No, 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 no. I, I, that's what I'm trying to talk. Did Jota play at Ibrox? I don't think he did, did he? Um, I can't. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of players that didn't, have never played in Old Firm last night for Celtic. No, because he'd be. Jota didn't it, he play at Ibrox? No, he didn't play Ibrox. No, he didn't Jota, O'Reilly, Hatati, Maeda. Carter Vickers, right? These players last night after that game must have been going, is that it? Like, is that is are they the champions? Is that the team that we need to compete with this season? That's how easy must they have found that last night? No, O'Reilly couldn't get a game for MK Dons. And he's coming up here and he's playing in midfield with McGregor and that and he's not the ball about. And it, it, it's the easiest shift of their life. No, that for me, like. Not what you're saying, John. We'll drop a lot more points than Celtic if that's the way we're going to play. Do you know what I mean? Celtic now have got the fucking bit between their teeth where they can go, before we kick a ball against a very capable Hearts team who could come and very fucking get a result against us, you never know. Celtic could be four points ahead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, It's, it's worrying, man. For you, it's really, we've been getting away with it. Like I say, Hearts Hibs, but then it's caught up with Pitodri, Ross County, and last night, man, that is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so that's it for me this week, guys. Just take care, <laughs> right? Right, John, get, get the rebels on. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 3rd of April is the next old firm. I would think you've got yourself sorted out by then. <sighs> you would hope, you would hope. Well, Did we'll you see, see. The, the, first, the first of April? 3rd of April, 3rd oh, of April. A lot of football to be played between then and now. Uh, so, I mean, looking at the other games uh, across the week uh, the week there, Dundee, Dundee United 0-0 was apparently one of the worst fucking 0-0s <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in the history of 0-0s. Uh, Hearts as well. Hearts, Hibs, no, that was actually a decent game. Big, big win for St. Well, John's. Aye, St. John's, that's the result of the night for them, man. That's, that's mad fucking... that they're off the bottom of the table with one win. Right, yeah, absolutely. I, for some reason, I thought they were well adrift. I don't know why. Who is bottom now? Dundee. Dundee, Dundee are yeah. bottom and goal difference now. Um, Ross County as well managed a point at Pataudry. Uh, I mean, 18-18 St. Johnson, Dundee, Ross County there in 23. Um, in the pack, just in the middle, looking, you know, can Livingston fall back into it? Can St. Mirren get fall back into it? I'll be interested to see. Um, but it's starting to kind of take shape the league now, so we'll wait and see what happens. Um, other big talking points in Scottish football, I think we've got to talk about it. It's, the, it's dominated Twitter, it's dominated national news this week. The transfer of David Goodwillie to Wraith Rovers from Clyde. Um, just today, it's, the saga started with the transfer going through. Val McDermott pulling her sponsorship other sponsors pulling out, directors uh, resigning, the women's captain 
uh, pulling out. Then their women's team are now going to set out on their own. The Tannoy announcer, the Wraith Rovers TV, all stepping away from the club. And did you see Graham Spears tweet today? Aye, ridiculous. What the fuck is that? What did Graham Spears say? Graham Spears says, what he did in 2011 was heinous, but there is now a key issue facing the Scottish football community. How to help David Goodwin? How to rehabilitate him? Yes, how to protect him? How to prevent a kind of medieval witch hunt? We cannot create a pariah. I mean, as we record the podcast, this is a Thursday afternoon, Wraith Rovers basically doubled down on a statement they sent, but now I've basically come out and held up the hands and said, we've got it wrong. It's amazing what fucking money all day, isn't it? It really is amazing. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What, what, happened, what happened to morality? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, maybe, it, we're maybe not the right people to be standing on any sort of soapboxes, right, uh, talking about this. It's maybe not the right, the right subject for football daft, but if, I'll tell you, if it was my club, I would be absolutely fucking disgusted yeah I, would be disgusted. I mean the thing is what Dick Greenspear is saying like there's a there's no a key issue facing the Scottish football community this is bigger than the Scottish football community yeah this is a, you need to think of the victim here and he's saying how to help David Goodworthy how to rehabilitate him how can you help somebody and rehabilitate somebody who doesn't admit to having a fucking problem yeah you know, you know what, what I mean it's the first thing it's you AA right they say that the first the first step is admitting that you've got a problem. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's when you get the help that you need. What you said there, Stevie, see if he's not willing to admit mm-hmm. what, he's, what he's done, Aye. which has been proven in a, in, not in a, a court of law, but in a civil Aye. court. Aye. Right? It's, and he tried to, he tried to uh, settle out a court and all of that as well. See if you're innocent. I'm sorry, if you're innocent, you try to clear your name. You don't fucking, you don't uh, try to clear things out of court. You want to have your day in court to prove your innocence. Exactly. It reeks of being fucking guilty, mate. 100%. And, then, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I like football. I, I notice a lot more women going to football nowadays than there's ever, there's ever been. Right? And do you mm-hmm. think, how do you think they feel standing on a terrace or on a stand? And there's a man on the park that's been guilty of such a fucking disgusting act yeah. against a woman. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like we're saying, right, that's probably the best platform, but it's football daft and we can't no talk about such a fucking highlighted issue in Scottish football this week. And I think it's what Graham Spears is saying there. It's disgusting. And Ray Fovers ought to be ashamed of themselves because Tog's right. See, when the fucking the shit really hits the fan and let's not kid ourselves here. It's all about the money with the rovers now. Mm-hmm. They're all what the fuck they're worried going off. Oh, it's the the actual fucking humanity, the fucking the moral compass of the whole thing. It's fucked because Ray Fowlers have fucked it in the first place, even approaching this matter and going to have this guy in the club. And then when the finances are getting pulled through beneath them, they're shitting themselves. So it's not about them doing the right thing. The right thing should have been done in the first place by not even attempting to go near somebody like that. I think I think Graham Spears is He's he's fucking. This will be the hill that he's fucking strung up on because yeah. I think what he's trying to say is people deserve a second chance, right? But there is certain people who, let's be honest, that that guy's a danger. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that mm-hmm. guy's a danger. Now, I, I'm all for people getting second chances, but that doesn't mean that he needs to get a second chance at being a professional footballer. Right? Mm-hmm. By all means, go and do something else. But mm-hmm. he'll be living a, a fairly luxurious life compared nah. to a lot of people that go out there and work day in, day out, and have never, ever broke any laws or, or would never think of putting their hand on a woman or a man no. or anything like that in that in that sort of situation, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Scottish football as a whole needs to have a look at itself because see if you are... All right, he wasn't convicted in a court of law. I know that's a lot of people's point of argument, right? But he was, he was convicted in a civil court. He was found guilty in a civil court, right? And see if that's the case. I think Scottish football needs to have a look at the way the NFL does it and stuff like that. Like, see if somebody's found guilty or something like that. That's them. They're out of the game. Mm-hmm. They're out mm-hmm. of the game and they're no longer welcome in the game. Aye, exactly. I agree, mate. 100%. Football supporters are fickle, you know, and if uh, Dave Goodwill did turn up at Raithovers and he started scoring goals and won them promotion or what have you, Aye. it's easily forgotten. You know, you can't do that. There's got to be a moral compass, hasn't there? I, I, I mean, I, you I, just I, look I, Mason Greenwood as well. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, it's, it's happening too much in football. Ben, it's, it's happening too much. Mm-hmm. I, it's happening too much. It's no. This isn't just about football. The thing, you know, it's you're happening right, too you're much. Right. You know, this is, this is a power trip for these guys. I privilege jump in, thinking they've got. The exactly, they've got no nobody to answer. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. got it right. Mason Greenwood, what age is he? 20? 21? Must be very right. young, man. I now he's he's going to be pulling in money that make him feel untouchable. That makes him feel untouchable. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you need to take a wee step back again and go, right, until you are of this age, the upper limit on what you can earn as a footballer is this. Right? Yeah. See, back, see, back in the day, they, they were brought up, it doesn't happen anymore, they were brought through, comic stay, yeah. cleaned boots, fucking washed jerseys, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. you know, put out the bibs and all of that. You don't mm-hmm. get that anymore. And it's a... It, they, what you're saying there, John, it's a privileged position that they're in. and I'll, They think that it's an entitlement with these Yeah, clubs. exactly. You, you can't say no to me. Aye, because you heard the voice note in Mason Greenwood. That was fucking disgusting, man. Aye, disgusting. You know, I, and you've got these wee guys coming in, right? These wee guys, you see their fucking... Their Twitter profiles, their Instagram profiles. They're, they're football players. They're Nike athletes, they're Adidas athletes, they're fucking getting royalties for FIFA, for adverts, for this, that. Money's getting thrown at them left, right and centre and they just basically feel they've got an entitlement to do what they want and it's wrong, man. These cunts should be strung up, honestly. 100%. Yeah. So anyway, what's about you all having for that? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> up, up, uplifting episode of Football Daft. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the matter said. It, for, for good while, where does he go from here? That's a two and a half year deal that he's going to get paid up. Now, presumably, he's going to get have the race overs have to pay up that money. They've spent money. Do you know, do you know where Goodwill yeah, should go from here? I was thinking about this, right? Is there not a two week cooling off period like when you take out a loan? I don't When you think sign a footballer or anything like that? Because. Know. I don't know what the contract wrangling is, Chris, but I mean, he, I mean, Clyde can't, I mean, what football, he's going to have to sit there. He's got two and a half years on his contract. Wraith Rovers have paid Clyde money for him, and then they've got to pay out this. I mean, they're down probably well over a hundred grand, maybe more than that. When you when they get to you know well, and when you take when you take any account the sponsorships all being pulled, it's probably more than that, John. Yeah, fuck, can, fuck them, fuck them. 
can quite take him back. I mean, because he obviously, he's been playing lower league football. I mean, this is not a new thing. He's been mm-hmm. playing for quite for four seasons. I know, I know. You know, I, know. Scored, I think he's scored 81 goals and 121 appearances for quite. He's got a great scoring record. And he's been playing there and doing it under the radar. But since, obviously, the size of the club and the fact that Wraith Rovers is a bigger club, and because of who's out, and who's in charge of Wraith Rovers and what they've got behind them, like they've got a feminist there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they've made an asset. They've made an no, absolute asset. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So you just wonder where does his football career? Because no, can quite take him back. I don't think they can. Can they? No, because 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 of how magnified this has been. If Clyde then go right, we'll take you back. They're going to fucking cop it as well now. But the thing is, see if his contract's cancelled in between transfer windows, he can't make a mm. move. Yeah. He can't, he, can't, he can't play for an all team. It's an awful situation, awful situation. Mm. But, uh, yeah, let's just move on and get to the daft, shall we? Uh, right, let's... <laughs> I, was go- I was actually going to talk about Lee Griffiths there, but he's there. <laughs> and Falker can look at Lee Griffiths. So there we go. There's Are they? Yes, apparently so. We now this is. What's your thoughts on that, John? Now, John, I said to you at the time, would you take Lee Griffiths, and you said no. I did say no, and I'm sticking by it. But uh, my sources say, I mean, Falkirk. It's been banned. Listen, Falkirk were apparently looking at good. Well, this could have easily been Falkirk, by the way. The eight over situations. We apparently, from what I hear, had two bids turned down for him. And that was off the back of the supporters getting asked to vote. Would you take Reed Griffiths? Yes or no? 70% said absolutely no. And it split the Falkirk supporters. So that could no, easily... That be, no, it was good, Willie, not Lee Griffiths. No, this is good. This, yes, this is good, Willie. Sorry, good, you, said, you said Lee Griffiths. Sorry, sorry. So good, Willie. And um, now we're, we're, we're apparently using that money, which we'd put aside for good, Willie, and uh, look like we might sign Lee Griffiths. So we will wait and see what happens with that. Hmm. Let's move on to the... Aye, let's get away from the muddy waters. Out, out, out of the fire pan, into the fryer. Right, aye, exactly. I, fu- I fucked that up. A fire you pan fucked that I, I, I know what you mean, Ty. We know what right. you mean. On transfer deadline day, right, We, I put this out on Twitter. We said, what one of your mates, do you know that mate you've all got that's a complete liability when they've got a drink in them? What one of your mates would you transfer out of the group? Like, so... <laughs> no, no comment, man. Transfer <laughs> deadline day. Jordan uh, got in touch saying, my mate accidentally slid-tackled a dwarf on my stag down Newcastle four years ago. Wait a minute, I get slid-tackled down <laughs> in Newcastle four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the boy pressed charges and my mate had to travel back down and write a letter of apology and pay an £80 fine. He's not named... Was that name. Jordan Thompson? It is Jordan Thompson. Uh, friend of the show. James McCafferty uh, tagged his mate, Jamie Kyle, saying, do you fancy going on air and telling them about your broken cock story? Jamie wasn't up for this, however. Um, he was more upset that James wanted him transferred out of the group. So <laughs> you're saying no comment. Have you got that one, mate? It's a complete liability. Well, well, by the way, I'm the one, mate. I'm going to be. Are honest. you that you that guy, Chris? However, I've got a mate called Frank, right, and he's he's got a nickname Pyro. <laughs> right. Pyro. Aye. Right now, he's one of these sort of guys when he had his own flat. We'd all be sitting there, turn away, turn back, and the fucking table would be in fire or something like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> An absolute right off. He used to have a set of samurai swords. Right? And when he would get <laughs> when he would get to a certain level of inebriation, 
all bets were off with his fucking samurai swords, right? He stabbed a samurai sword through his landline phone one night. Wow. Right all the way through. And honest to God, he was just an absolute write-off. But I've got that money. We've got that... Everybody's, bridge, everybody, so. everybody's <coughs> group of mates is that eclectic group and then once they get drunk. Mine's is, he, he, he'll probably listen to this, he's been texting me non-stop, uh, my good friend Paul, big Celtic fan. He's the one, you invite him round, but you invite him round with caution, especially like the new, just moved to a new house, everything's quite nice and new. He'll fuck that up in five minutes. <laughs> he, he's the type of guy he spills a drink and it's like fucking slow motion. He sits and he looks at it all and it's all fucking get out of the flare, air the couch. <laughs> hey, I'll fix it, I'll get it. And you're like, mate, you should have fixed it 10 seconds ago. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's a fucking, he's a nightmare. And he's one of the, he's the boys where you're going, right, he'll be the last one there. Aye. And you and see if you go, mate, do you want to stay for another couple? He'll bite your horn off, but you're like, look, you need to be quiet, but because the missus is way to bed. And he'll just be the loudest cunt ever, honestly. And Paul, oh. if you're listening, I mean every fucking word of this. <laughs> Get it up, you. Yeah. My, my, my mate Gordon, he he was that guy, God rest so he passed away a few, a few years back. Um, but oh my God, seeing a night out. Like, so I can give a few examples of, of like, we're, we're in Edinburgh Bar Cove, lovely nice vodka bar. Pretty pissed. This is one of the first times I met this guy. I'm standing, all right, mate, sit chatting away to him. There he is. Oh, it's cock out pissing against the bar. <laughs> against the, the bar? Aye, didn't the bar go to the toilet? That's the bitchy name for chopper. It's like fucking James Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> continuing on that night, we went to, I don't remember if you remember Revolution or Lothian Road. In aye. There. Oh, aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. So we're in there. And... Um, we're standing at the bar again, just drinking. He's absolutely out of it, right? On the bar, Did right? Shit in the bar. No, on the bar this time. <laughs> on the bar this time, right? He's got a sherbet dip dab and says, "Watch this." Proceeds to put the sherbet dip dab on the bar and puts it away. Gets a credit card out. Starts chopping it up. Goes down, pretends he's doing a line with a sherbet dip dab. The bouncer is literally about five yards away going, What the fuck is this boy doing? What's with this dip dab? The bouncer runs over, grabs him, he pulls a sherbet dip dab at his boy, goes, Sherbet dip dab, mate! Fuck's sake. Gets hooked out the club anyway. What a boy is. But the thing oh my God. the nicest soul in the entire planet. Oh, Aye, that, that's what Paul, my mate, Paul, it's just when he's pushed sometimes, you're like, mate, what are you doing? But he's the nicest boy in the world. Oh, amazing, amazing. Uh, so thanks for getting in touch with, with those stories. Um, now Shell my damn damn, mate! By the way, football after night out, let's see how much you can do. That's the name of this week's episode, Sherbet Dabda. <laughs> <laughs> right, now for more daft, would you like to hear about this week, gentlemen? A woman sending a text message to her one-night stand instead of her pal? Would oh, you like to hear about the mountain of chewing gum, or would you like to he- play a game of swear word bingo? Swear word bingo. Swear word bingo. Oh. Right, here we I go. Wanted, I wanted to know what the bird sent, man. I was... <laughs> 
I'll do the uh, game of bingo, right? So this woman had a one night stand with this guy, right? It's you know, we've all had these text message fails, you know. She sent a text message saying, That's me just leaving his now. I've left my bra so that he has to text me again. Haha, <laughs> I think I'm in love. How was your night? She sent this to the guy. She's just oh. had a one night stand with, right. Oh. This guy, right? <laughs> Is then went, um, yeah, my night was really good. I spent it with you. Then she's messaged back, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Ignore, ignore, ignore. I'm so embarrassed. The boy is then proceeded to send back a, a photo of him wearing the bra on his head. And they've been married for 15 years. I'm calling, I'm calling bullshit on this. I think she's done that deliberately. Yeah, well, there you go. But oh. I, my question is, and this is a question, we were talked about this on the radio today, right? Everyone, right? Every man. Now, I don't think I'm on my own here. Has taken their wife or their partner's bra and put it on their head, and either oh. a World War World War Two pilot, put it around their eyes, pretend they're a bumblebee or a fly, or you... put it over their ears and pretend they're Princess Leia. Am I right? <laughs> the, the last one, Princess Leia. You have done it. I've both done this, aye? Of course, mate. Do you remember the the ice water challenging? Yes. Aye, aye. I've done the ice water challenge wearing Sammy's bra. So I did. I want to see if I do evidence to this, mate. I'll send you if I can find it. I tell you what, we'll get that on Patreon if we can get that up there. Right now, Swear Bingo, right now, revealed this week. Now, you've heard Ofcom are the company that regulate radio, television. Thank fuck they don't regulate podcasts, right? For fuck's sake. Both. Thank goodness for that. You no, know, I get I get one complaint to Ofcom when when we're done Insane Fight Club. Right but, now, remember I get the spray tan and I came out and I said I look like Trevor McDonald. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now that wasn't what got the complaint. It was me being in the buggy in the middle of Newcastle Town Centre. <laughs> really? Aye, that's what got the wow. complaint. And I you're, going, believe- you're, you're going to get complaints now, but because you just said the Trevor McDonald thing. I will. It's, this is a podcast. It's, it's a, a pod- podcast, so get no. it up, he's... Yeah, and you can still see that episode of Insane Fight Club <laughs> on the BBC. Um, right, so... <laughs> Great wee plugger. Ofcom have come out, right, and they've basically divided up the swear birds into wild, medium, strong, and the strongest, right? So I want a game of swear or bingo, right? So according to Ofcom, you can say the following on TV or radio when children are present, and these are the mild ones, so I'll give you the mild, right? Arse, body, bugger, cow, crap, damn, ginger, get, god, god damn, Jesus Christ. Wait, hold on a minute, ginger's oh, a god. swear word. What? Ginger's a swear word. Apparently, according to Ofcom, ginger's a swear word. What if I say I'm going to buy a bottle of ginger? That's yeah, fine, uh, I think. I think if you called someone... It's ginger, the context, isn't it? It's, it's the, the context. context. Aye. So that is cow. So, that's the mild swear words, right? I want to play a game of swear word bingo now. I've got the list of swear words. Medium, strong, and strongest, right? You get three points for the strongest. You get two points for medium, and you get a point for a mild one, right? First to ten wins, and you can go back and forth, all right? Point. Three points. Stephen Purden, straight off the bat. I had a win this game last night, watching all for him. Fuck. Fuck. Three points, it is the strongest. There's only one more in the strongest category that can get you three points, that's three, three. Stephen. Bastard. 
Two points. It's strong, Aye. but it's not the strongest. Aye. That's five points to Stephen. Chris Toll. Twat. Twat is a strong swear word. That'll get you two points. Five five. Eh. Slut. Slut. I am looking down. Oh, slut is a strong swear word. So that is getting you a two points there, Stephen. Slut is a strong one. Yes. Whore. Whore is not on my list, Chris. Oh, slut, slut's on it, and whore is it? <laughs> Right, so that's seven five. I could win it now if I get this last one. If you get the strongest one, you could win this. Eh, uh, eh, uh, hold on, eh, uh, <laughs> eh, uh, motherfucker. Oh, nice, nice, mate. That's it. That's yes, it. You've done it. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah! ding. You've got the strongest. You've completed the full house. If Samuel L. Jackson is taught as anything. <laughs> Thank God Ofcom don't regulate this podcast. Uh, no. Well done. It's a, win for, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win for Rangers, Stephen. There you go. There we go, man. I can't wait to get to the fucking riddles. <laughs> and talking of riddles, we'll have those later on in the show. I've got three riddles for you in Grado's absinthe. Uh, and we've got an esports coach coming on. We did this interview last week uh, when Grado was here. Brilliant chat with a FIFA coach. It's called Foot Coach, and we speak to Big John Ud Van Uden. He's a Dutch football FIFA coach. Is that Denise Van Uden's man? It's not Denise Van Uden's <laughs> man. It's John Van Uden. He'll be on to tell you how to play FIFA better. And on teammates this week, the Scottish Pillow himself, Mr. Gary Harkins. <laughs> Now it's time for our new feature, Football Daft Focused. Uh, every week we're going to focus on an element of the game. We'll look at a big story, talk to supporters of the club across Scotland, uh, podcasters. And this week we're going to focus on FIFA, right? Now at Christmas everyone's got FIFA and Stephen and Chris are massive, massive fans of it. But we're going to get an expert on, a guy who coaches eSport teams, a guy who coaches personal thing he's got a foot uh, own business called foot coaching f-u-t coaching he does a podcast all the way from holland it is john van uden how you doing john hello thank you for having me on john. great to have you welcome to the, welcome to the show mate now john. How, many, how many goals do you think i would beat you by uh depends how much you're playing <laughs> <laughs> john john before before we start john do, are you a fan of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst? Of course. I'm from yes, Oxford originally. So, what about Gary Van Hoydonk? Most definitely also fine out, right? So. so the first question I've got to come to you on, John, how do you become a full-time coach for FIFA? Uh, you quit your job and you try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I... I, uh, I just played a lot of uh, FIFA back in the days, right? Uh, while having an other full-time job. So what happened is I got asked uh, to help some pro players, which I knew from FIFA, um, and they quite liked it. So they started paying for that. Then I thought, oh, maybe there's a business here. Um, so basically what I did is I took the tools from the on-the-pitch football, uh, like data analysis tool, video analysis tool, and I said, why couldn't we use this for proper esports and use the same techniques for on-the-pitch, then get some video analysis on board, get some uh, sports psychologists on board and guide these guys as it was real life football. 
Um, and we tried, and thus far it's working pretty well. Yeah, can I ask how you held him? Uh, enough to pay my uh, mortgage. I knew it was all good. I'm out of time for somebody says much to you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Ian, do you know what else is good enough to pay your mortgage? Eight episodes of River City. <laughs> John, John, do do you coach all all elements like pro clubs, ultimate team, everything? Yes, although the demand for ultimate team where Farley outweighs the rest. I think uh, 96% ultimate team these days. So do you take on beginners? Sure, sure. So we'll do individual trainings like anyone that's just started FIFA or um, actually doesn't matter. We'll do single sessions. We'll do for um, non-pros, we'll do also the run programs. So some people are foot coaching and they're treating us as if they were learning to play guitar, for example. Uh, session oh, wow. every week or a, a talk every week um, and with the organization it's a bit different that's uh, scheduled on the demands and the level and what they need I know the other question that everybody wants to ask how much do you charge somebody for a FIFA uh, consultation oh it's it's on the website but the individuals just go start at 28 euros so. and how, how long is that is that for an hour no, so we tend to do it a little bit different because we're based on the, we're a data-driven organization. Uh, so what you usually do is we'll ask you to send, a, send us a match, a link or YouTube link or whatever. Um, we run that through the software and one of our coaches runs you through that uh, match with the analysis and delivers you a video, which you then can play in your own time and you can have that video for yourself. Oh, wow. I tell you what, that Campbell might be on FIFA yet. This <laughs> is... <laughs> This is bro. I, I want to get involved in this. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't see how this benefits somebody. It's such a heel. And I, I know what I know what you're saying, right? But I I think this is this is taking money off people that you shouldn't be taking money off. Oh, no, 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 Right. Right. Hey, do, you get whether, do you get a coach for bingo? But whether you like it or not, right? Wayne's now are growing up saying they want to be YouTubers. They yes. want to be Twitch. It's a business, it's a career. Some of these guys are earning millions. Aye. And it's mental health as well, by the way. No, I understand what you're saying, right? But it's easy to separate. And I... I, uh... Tell me money. Off. That's all I'm going to say. John, John, tell him to get to. He's, he's, talk, John, John McInally, cut him off. Isn't he? Yeah, so what is it? What's the script here? Do we, need to, do we need to agree all the time? No, yeah. I love it. Debate. I love it. Aye. But, mate, you can't, you, can't, you can't insult guests that come on for Holland. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, all I'm saying is, I, 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 I wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be something that I would pay for. Right, there we go. That was a better way to put it. That's because I'm the best FIFA player in the world. Right, no. That's because I'm the best. I played Chris at FIFA last week and beat him 3-1. He's shite. He's pissed. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I answer that question because I get that asked that a lot, right? 
Um, so I appreciate you saying the answer actually, or asking the question. But um, people are play are teaching guitar lessons and they don't want to play in a band on the stage, right? Um, and in FIFA, especially in Ultimate Team, there's a thing called FIFA points where you spend money to get the best teams and try to get that. And many players think as long as you have good players, you're up there and it's that. So mm -hmm. for the cost of just like a regular pack, uh, 20 euros, 28 euros, you get a training session. One hour training session from us will make you a better player than like a thousand euros you spend on getting better players. So you're just asking me how much would you beat me, right? Or the other way around. That kind of depends, but I'm pretty sure I don't need the players you'll be using to have a fairer chance. Right. Uh, that's fair enough, I understand. So is there a, like a, when you're saying that you do the ultimate team thing, do you have like a specific set of players that you would set to a formation? Or would you ask the player what formation they play and then and then build a team around that? No, uh, actually nothing like that. So we built our, all our coaching on three pillars. Mechanics, so which buttons do you use when? Um, what are the base things of the game? All we do in, in those mechanics are teaching you things which you can take into other games as well from FIFA. So somebody which we've coached four years ago can still use those mechanics today. I think that's definitely more value than those FIFA points, right? The other things we do teach is tactics, but hey, you can find us on YouTube and we can definitely talk about that, but that's not something I would like, and you would pay me for consulting that. And the third one, and that I think um, we differ from many others doing this, is our mentally mentality side of things. So especially when you look at pro players, how do they prepare for matches? How do they reach performance? If uh, it's like Guido just say, right? Guido just said, it's he's a pro wrestler. Well, if you're a pro wrestler, if you're a pro player, you need to prepare a certain this pressure on you. There are people playing FIFA and there are 100,000 people watching. Well, that's a little bit different than playing FIFA on your couch, right? And there's a lot of pressure from sponsors, for people paying the salaries, for paying the prize money, your face on the screens, uh, which we also guide players with. And of course, if you're not a pro player, a single session can be enough to at least get you through the Friday night tournaments at your local football club. So tell, <laughs> tell, tell, me, tell me this as well, right? Uh, this is something that came to my mind there a, a moment ago. Um, say Electronic Arts completely changed the engine of FIFA completely changed the build of the game, would that then put you in a, in a terrible position? Or is this is this sort of system that you've got, is it update-proof? It's definitely update-proof. It will definitely require some adaptability from our side. Um, the good thing is we usually are able to play an early build of the game every year and get the game a little bit earlier, so we're prepared for the new ones. Um, this specific situation is not going to happen anytime soon, though, because EA uses their own engine. Um, which they won't replace anytime soon, um, which makes the incremental steps to the next version not that large usually. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this year has been the largest step we've had for years because of the new generation of consoles, but still many of the mechanics still hold and it takes us a couple of weeks for playing and early builds playing to actually know most of the mechanic sides of the game still. Is there any, is there any fitter players you know that are shit hot at FIFA? Like, is an MD like that in amongst the community knows? Because I would imagine quite a lot of players they play FIFA, but as a really good players that might not be the best FIFA players on the pitch, but are tremendous at FIFA. 
Uh, that's a good question. Now, I know of guys in the Netherlands, but those are, <laughs> I, I could say Peter van Vossen, right? Because we're doing the last podcast. Van is better on FIFA than in real life. I probably. <laughs> Am I going to be hard? You see, remember when he pressed square, he shoot? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, he used his alternate, but he was on classic that night. But... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, tell me this one, right? And I, I, sorry, I understand that obviously you're on, uh, you're on to talk about FIFA, but there, there, FIFA's never really been challenged um, in the last ten years or so. But there seems to be a, a bit of a buzz coming around this new football game that's coming out. Um, would you, if that seems to be it, it, that it's going to be more of a like ultimate team based game that's coming out? Do you think that that's something that you might dip your toes into as well? Or what, do, what do you think about this new game that's coming out? I think it's called UCL or something like that, or uh, uh, EU, EUF or something. I don't know. But, um, UFL, yes. Yeah, UFL, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So no. uh, what, what do you think about that? No, so I think there's, it's definitely good to have some competition going, right, in this scene. Um, we don't only coach FIFA, although our company foot coaching is predominantly FIFA, of course. Uh, so we do League of Legends, for example, as well. Uh, that means then if there's a new game, we will definitely look into it. Um, hire new coaches to see if that's viable. Um, concerning the game itself, I can hardly imagine, if I'm quite honest, being a bit of um, a tech nerd myself, that if you have a team at uh, EA Sports, which consists out of hundreds of people, that would be easily challenged by a team that's now still building this team and actually doesn't even have 40 yeah. people on so I'm glad there's competition, although I'm not expecting, I, I'm hoping, yeah, because competition is always uh, for the best for everyone, uh, but I'm not expecting big things. Well, mm-hmm. John, time. all I'll tell you is Microsoft started with two people, so you never know, my man, you never know. I, 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 <laughs> John, I, like, I, I don't play a lot of FIFA, but can, just for someone coming new into the game, what are the best tactics to set up as and what is the best tip, <laughs> best, the best tip you can give me as a novice to score a goal in FIFA? Uh, great tips. I think the, um, <laughs> the best tip I can, I can give you, generally speaking, is stop blaming everyone else except yourself. Start with looking at your own play first, right? <laughs> um, but in generally speaking, I think the, the, the worst, call it a mistake, people do in FIFA and people tend to do that has to do with uh, sprinting with holding the sprint button, which is the R2 or the RT button on the Xbox. Um, if you hold the sprint button in FIFA, everything else you do while holding that is at least 20% less accurate. That goes from making a tackle, stepping in, um, giving a pass, but also taking a shot. So uh, you can actually see it yourself. You can put your control input on, you can see on top of the screen which button you're pushing when. Usually, when I see people who start off for FIFA, they hold the sprint button in all the time, which is by far the easiest thing you can fix for yourself. And I see it in 90% of the first classes I get. Like, okay, I would stop doing that first. I should um, fuck now, Stevie. Because that's what I do. See, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stopping that now. I'm going to tan your ass the next time. Plus, plus if, you, if you do that all the time, your players just end up shattered so quick. The subs work in FIFA, Subs. What do you mean? So you're right. So you you you've answered the question, then, Bob. They they, they get tired. Aye, they get tired, mate. Aye, aye. You get the players get tired. Just like, just like the Sims and all that, and all that. Like, having a cyber pet. See, at, <laughs> see at, at the bottom at the bottom of the screen, yeah, Gredo, you've got like a wee energy bar. 
And see, when you press the run button, it just goes down quite, dra- quite dramatically. So, aye, it's, uh, that's good to know, actually. What about scoring a goal? Because the old FIFA, it used to be, you used to be a certain place on the old Sega Mega Drive that you could just hit it and it would just score every time. Joey De La Sevilla. Or you could, you could always go to the byline, cross it back, and just tap it into the net. Is there a, dead a sweaty? Way, is there a dead set way of scoring a goal, John? Uh, this year, not actually anymore. Um, there was at start of the game but they changed it during the course of this year. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's not one way to be a fit, like score of everything. Um, one thing we are very focused on doing in our trainings, though, is um, teach people the difference between high and low percentage shots. Something that is very good, this FIFA is playing the counter-attack, like giving space, running behind, and go for it. Um, and that's easy to do if you lose the ball, right? If you lose the ball, you get countered. And something mm-hmm. I see many people do is that they just take shots from everywhere where they can, uh, which they get blocked, give the ball to the opposition, they go for a counterattack. Um, and if you look back at that and there's someone standing between you and the goalkeeper, just don't take that shot. I think that's the biggest advice I could give. Make sure you get a clean shot in. That way you only take those high percentage shots. You concede far less counters and you're far more likely to score if you stop holding that sprint button as well. So see, like me and my friends during lockdown, like lots and lots of other people, we started a pro clubs team. Uh, so our, our tactic every time we went to play somebody was just instantly put the defence tactics on. Just put defend. What do you think of that? I, pro clubs is a little bit different uh, because if you have good communication, you can actually pull these things off more easily, right? Mm-hmm. It also yeah. go bad horribly if you don't communicate yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> which i think if i'm quite honest i think pro, pro clubs should be the future of esports in fifa i think that's definitely mm-hmm. and we've been coaching that at some college actually in england um and i but think you can go to college for fifa yeah yeah sure so newcastle uh, uh college uh with newcastle foundation they've been putting on esports classes which we'll be helping out with as well and Bristol City, for example, in Bristol, they're also doing it. Um, they're also doing it now in college. That's mind blowing for me. But there's the, big money in esports. That's what's interesting. There's big money in esports and setting up teams. It's not that. When I was at college, they didn't even have an Xbox in the common room. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you see how even at colleges now you can take like Batman courses and all that now. <laughs> No, oh, no, no, I agree, though. That's saying to be a policeman. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. Can you just put let people know if they want to get in touch with you, want to get better at FIFA, you are the man to speak to. And how do they get in touch with you? Uh, fairly easy. Thank you for having me, by the way. Um, but go to foodcoaching.com. Uh, all the info is there. Uh, you can just send an email contact from there. Food coaching on all social medias. Um, or even on TikTok these days. So we invented the 2020s. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think listen to the podcast, right? I'm, I'm John, what age are you? What age do you think he is before you answer that? Are you either like 18 or 21? Thank you, 20, 23. I'm 36. Fucking hell. See, see, this is a man. This is a man who's living in the modern world. He's just gave everything up. He's coaching FIFA. And that's what you look like. Look at us, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd look like that if I had my feet up Brilliant. all fucking day playing computers. Bro. That's my point. He's, he's, living the dream. he's living the dream. We're the losers here. 
Exactly. Listen, if you want to get that, it's footfutcoaching.com. Check out John. He'll make you a better FIFA player. And thanks once again for coming on Football Daft, John. Thank you, John. Thanks very much, mate. Football Daft's big question. I think we talked about it on Celtic Daft versus Rangers Daft. You can hear that on the channel right now. We're all left in shock, and Stephen specifically. When rumours on deadline day emerged that Aaron Ramsey was turning up at Rangers, Big Ram and Barwash was down at the airport with his mobile phone. Looking <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Couldn't he clap a dog sideways? <laughs> he was I down... love that part. <laughs> it was doing the rounds on the group chat. It was like, is this happening? Is it not happening? Then it was unveiled in the steps of Ibrox that night. Aaron Ramsey comes out with a Rangers scarf. He is signed for Rangers, leaving us all in complete shock. And obviously, a lot of Rangers supporters very, very excited. So the big question this week is, what was that one signing your club went for that left you really, really excited? Chris? The one that immediately springs to mind for me is uh, Robbie Keane, for some reason. I don't know why. But I would probably... I remember yeah, a big deal, but... I remember being told that we were signing Nakamura, and as you know, me and Stephen are right into our Italian football, so at the time, I was like, ah, fucking hell, we've been linked to Nakamura, that'll never happen, Yeah. and then when we actually signed him, man, that was a, that was a good one, but uh, mm-hmm. I, the one that immediately sprang to mind was Robbie Keane. That was a deadline day, wasn't it? That was deadline day, though. I was, I was working um, in Motherwell at the time, and one of the boys I was working with, it was deadline day, like you say, John, and... I turned around to him and I went like that, jokingly. I says, oh, fuck, sake, like I've signed Robbie Keane. He was a big Rangers fan. And he's like, ah, no fucking way. I was like, nah, I'm only joking. And he ran me home that night. And see, just as I was getting out of the car, one of my mates texts me and says, we're signing Robbie Keane. And I went, look at that, and showed him it. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And the next day, when I'm working, he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, that, was, that was huge, because Bellamy as well. Bellamy was a big one. It's, Aye. But they, neither of them were permanent transfers, so... I'll, I'll go with Nakamura. They were like household names, but like Craig Bellamy and Robbie Keane, they were players that you've seen every week. You watched on Match of the Day on fucking Sky Sports. They were like, that was like box office signings there too. Aye, they, they yeah. were. They were. What about you, Stephen? Gaza. Yeah, of course. Fuck Gaza. Sorry. It was the, the hysteria. It's a, it's a toss-up maybe. I think Gaza, even Gaza and Loudrop. Loudrop was... I mean, fucking world, two of them world-class signings. Uh, but I think just the mass hysteria of signing Paul Gascoigne, touching on what Toll said, like massive Italian football fans, me and Toll, he was playing in Lazio at the time, and obviously he'd had that bad injury. And it's just, it's iconic figures of football coming to your club. It's, you can't really argue with the status the guy came with, the fucking profile, and just the sheer fucking And do you know what talent. else? Do you know what else, Stevie? It showed you the pool that aye, Rangers had at aye, that time. Because aye. there was not one team in England that if you went, do you want Paul Gascoigne for four million quid? Mm-hmm, Every exactly. single one of them aye, would have chewed your hand aye. off for it. My dad, my dad always used to go on about the kind of the Sunnis era and talking about bringing up guys like Gary Stevens, Terry Butcher, Chris Woods, going, it's the equivalent of fucking signing the England players of today. Do you know what I mean? He used to always go on about that. Uh, but my time, first time being totally fucking buzzing at my skull, it was Gaza. For me, for Falkirk, I think it had to be Chris Waddle 
arriving at the <laughs> playing <laughs> Rockville. You know, England international. How many games did they play? He only played four games. In fairness, he only played Aye. four games. He scored in his debut. He scored in his debut. I was there. For, I watched. I saw all four of Chris Waddle's games for Falkirk. That's uh, kind of like Georgie Best when he had Zimmer. Uh, yeah, it, it was that equivalent. But uh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> a world player of the year. Georgie I know, Best. I know. Yeah, Waddle was a player though, man. Yeah, he was Waddle a was a fucking player. player. Right. Yeah, that, that, was, went, that was incredible. Well, went to shit for him after Italia 90 a bit, didn't it? Right. I did, but I know Chris Waddle just playing the Falkirk top. I'll never forget it. Um, so we asked you to answer that question. Barry says, Hans Heelhouse at Aberdeen, he scored two goals in his debut against Infermont, including an overhead kick, which I think we've talked about on this show before. Actually, actually was it not a hat-trick he got in his debut? Barry's saying it, I'm assuming he's an Aberdeen. Cool, you took your words I, out of my mouth. I was going to say, I thought it was a hat trick as well. Oh, I watched it recently. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure. It? Let's, oh, check, right. let's check, let's check, let's Did check, let's check. on that. He was, uh, Barry was a young kid at the time. I remember everyone trying to emulate that overhead kick in the park the following day. He was some player. He was some player. Ian has got in touch, says, well, I'm also a Spurs fan. And when Rangers signed Jermaine Defoe, it was one that filled me with immense pride to see a former Spurs player I loved, who's such a genuine human being, pull on the blue jersey. See, see, I, I don't, I mean, me and my mates have thought about this, right? Good enough. Subject to me, but I mean, I think it's a bit of a mistake letting him go. When I mean, you've seen fucking, we've been stuck with Itton a couple of games, right? <laughs> but see, Jermaine Defoe, he is a genuine superstar of the game as well. Like, see, when you yep. see him talking and stuff, and he is, but what Ian says, just a genuine nice <sighs> guy. Do you know what I mean? Aye, it's good to see him going back to Sunderland as well. Aye, you know definitely. There's a wee bit of poet. Poetry about that, you know. I mean, Aye. it's nice. Um, and I've just had some word in from um, Sky Sports News, and Hans Hillhouse did indeed score a brace. Ooh, I thought it was a hat trick as well, man. I don't know why I thought it was a hat trick. Uh, right, so P. McBee says Ronald De Boer can't remember thinking a truly world class player was joining Rangers and just thinking, wow. Yeah. I was saying this on Rangers and Celtic the afternoon night, I think. Aaron Ramsey's been, for me, the biggest signing since Ronald De Boer. I think it's in that kind of mould where Ronald De Boer was just, he just oozed class. Oh, Frank, Frank obviously came out. Frank, Frank came in later, he kind of filled a wee void at the back, man. So was quite, it, was, he was uh, fucking incredible when he played for Rangers. Player, but I think we get more out of Ronald. Ronald yeah. was just yeah. absolutely phenomenal and he was always a bit of a thorn and... Your mob side as well, Toll scored quite a few crucial goals against Jews, man. Remember, he remember, was... remember the song we had for them? <laughs> what was that again? Go, give, one, us, give us a rendition. One's called Ronald, one's called Frank, one missed his penalty, the other one's a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Frank missed the penalty and Ronald gave, no, Ronald missed the penalty and Frank gave him its thinking, remember? Aye, that's, fucking that's, that's abuse, where the song came from. Brilliant, man, brilliant. Uh, John, uh, sorry, John. John says it has to be Moussa Dembele, the talent the guy had, the goals he scored, i.e. sending Senderos to the shops, a player that got Celtic, and what it meant to be f- to the fans. I saw him, Isaac, not, I saw him noising up people on Twitter last night as well. I sent, I sent, I sent Steve with a goal he scored at the weekend there. Oh, Spurs. by the way, what a goal beauty, that was. Man. <laughs> beauty, man. He's, he's, he's an absolute, he's everything you want in a centre-forward. I don't know why he's still at Leon. Nearly army, he's absolutely. Do you know he, he's, he's some he's, player? He's what Arsenal is screaming out for. 
But he went to Madrid. He went to Atletico Madrid and didn't do very well there. Did I because did they not have some sort of fucking heart issue or something? Like that? Well, did he not right, collapsed at training or mm, something? Didn't he? Really? Um, Niall has got in touch. Says when Robert Pritz signed for West Coast Amateurs, played for my team Rangers and fifty six caps for Sweden in his mid forties at the time and sprained the ball about the park in the Glen on a Saturday afternoon. Like a legend. That's a belter. That's a belter. Robert Pritz said possibly one of the best haircuts Scottish football's ever seen. Oh, aye. Oh, that's next. Now, the question. Who's got the best haircuts Scottish football? It's between Robert Pritz and Terry Hullock. I don't know. Brian Loudrop and Charlie McGrew. Right, we'll get that's next. Big question. Best haircuts Scottish football. Right, so Stephen says, Joey Barton, what a catastrophic failure that turned out to be. Absolute dog shite. For us, we <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, see when Joey Barton, I, I mean, I watched, I was lived in Newcastle and I went to pretty much most of the, 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 the season they won the championship. It was Joey Barton playing in midfield. Burnley? No, it was when he was at Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle. What a player Joey Barton was, by the way. Aye, and the, but the year before we that. signed him, he was in the fucking championship team of the year. He fucking got Burnley promotion, remember? He was phenomenal. Right, yeah, yeah. I remember me and Jordan Young, we were at the Great Scott Awards at Cambridge Street, the Hilton, and Andy Halliday and Scott Brown were there. And we were talking, and Andy Halliday gave us a heads up and went, we're signing Joey Barton, by the way. And I was like, get the fuck. And I text all my mates and the like, not a chance. See the buzz we had come look at Joey Barton. And the guy, I wouldn't even put the sweet corn in there. <laughs> I'd be so dog shite. <laughs> I wouldn't, he was terrible. I'm at skittery dog shite when your dog's <laughs> well. Yeah. Why well, you've got the bag in your horn, you're trying to pick up, you're going, what's the point? It's just I, for soft. I know, it's just water. <laughs> it's, I'm trying to pick up water here. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Push, what is it, John? Is it you? It's Chris. Is it me? Right. Callum says, Neil, Neil Lennon, back when there wasn't a transfer window, we were after him for months. Martin and Neil finally got his man and so had the fans. What a player he was. He was a good player. Ah, he was all right. He was all right. What, what? Uh, he was all right. I mean, <laughs> Neil says, Freddie Lundberg. But the man was powder puff. It's not often, it's not often a Scottish team signs an Armani fucking model, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, there's, a good, there's another good haircut for you. Um, John says, Joey Barton. Well, next week's big question on this week's big question. <laughs> John says, Joey Barton, what a waste of time that was. Hey, Andrew, remember getting excited when Flo came to Rangers that Ronald De Boer come and gave me a full blown pinger? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> full blown pinger. The last one's a belter. It's our favourite, it's our DC, playing champ man 0102, signed the legend Mark Kerr for one million from Falkirk. It filled me with immense pride. I wore a suit the day I quit finalised deal. Mark went on to have a stellar career with my Rangers team. He retired and got a wee dog called Totten. The rest is history. Thanks as ever, DC. I would have believed that if it hadn't if it hadn't have been Rangers. Marky would never have been. <laughs> I don't I don't it would have had to have been some fucking fee, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, it needed to be on Arm Ramsey money. <laughs> <laughs> and that was this week's big question. It's a player profile playoff with piesports.com. They are delivering pies to your doorstep ahead of the matches. 
you can get scotch, you can get steak and gravy, you get macaroni, you can get their fantastic steak and sausage one, which I highly Fucking like. kebab pies, get them bought. Aye. The kebab pies. Uh, are chili sauce and bologna. Oh, it's so good, man. It, it shouldn't be, but it's so good. It is so Aye. good. And listen, you can get them by going to piesports.com or giving them a call 0141 739 9999. They'll deliver to postal codes across Scotland free of charge and they'll get them in for the games at the weekend. Uh, playing for the pies today, we have Craig, who's a Rangers supporter. How are you doing, Craig? How are you doing, Craig, my boy? You are right, sir? <laughs> yeah. First time in two years. I'll let you have it. Okay. Craig, what did no, you make of the match last night, mate? Terrible, man. Terrible. See if Bar- I'm a fat bastard, right? See if Barisic is a left-back, I'd do a better job than that fucking do. He is terrible, man. Terrible. He was, te- he was, he was, he was just the ultimate shite bag last night, mate, wasn't he? Oh, I bet Callum McGregor actually called him a shite bag. seen it twice. you seen it twice. The Callum McGregor call him a shite bag. He's got the ball. It's when Celtic were winning 1-0 and he's got the ball and he's going down the left. McGregor comes there and goes, a shite bag! And he checks out, goes back and he shouts right in his face after again going, shite bag! Jesus. No wonder I'd be fearful if the Phantom of the Opera was chasing me about a pitch. <laughs> 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 um, where did it all go wrong, Jim? Uh, tactics. Sitting tactics. You've seen it, you've, you've seen it for, uh, with Celtic for weeks now. I'm the I'm the liar. I'll, I'll sit and watch the electric till they go to nothing and then I'll turn it off. But it's he gone forward. He has Gredo. They're rapid, you know what I mean? Aye. We sat half him, sat half him, sat half him, and then gone forward. Well, there was just nothing there, Kent's no interested. It, mate, that's the thing, right? See with these tactics, <laughs> it pure nullifies what we can do because see us going forward if we wanted to be we'd be rapid aye, as well aye, aye. do you know what I mean that, that, we just man, aye. Kent's rapid so's the wee guy Diablo but aye, you're not a fine these cunts the way you're I setting so much really that. fast uh, Sakala I noticed he's fucking rapid that boy aye. he is rapid but he just needs to realise you can't run through cunts and you also <laughs> should, you shouldn't really run off the pitch as well no <laughs> he's well, a <laughs> you think so, mate? The new ah, he's terrible, man. Three goals at Motherwell, that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, t- I thought Sakala was a good player for you, Craig. Uh, no. No. That's coming no. for you, a Celtic fan, John. Don't <laughs> <laughs> start fucking that shit. Right. By the way, by the way, he put in the group chat, the group chat last night. Why are Rangers standing off them? I think he's making a wee bit of a Rangers bit him. Listen, we'll move Falkirk through and through. Right, Craig, let's try and win you So he's playing this weekend, John? Uh, Queen's Park. Is there any hesitation there? Right. Craig, let's win you pie, some pies. And cheer you up. All right. Flip a coin. See so you're playing heads, it's Stephen, tails, it's tall. And it is tails. You will be playing ah, tall. This week, gentlemen, we are talking shocking transfers after the transfer of Aaron Ramsey to Rangers. So it's not necessarily... Johnson. It's not necessarily... <laughs> in <We're done. laughs> right? These are these are worldwide transfers. Okay? Oh, yeah, beauty. Enrico right. Nieto. <laughs> right, sharp now, because you might give some of them away. <laughs> right, so game works as follows. Craig, you probably know the rules. I'm going to read out the player aye, description. Aye. If you know the player, you buzz in with your answer. If you do buzz in and get it wrong, 
plate handles. The play goes over to the other person. That's easy for me to say. Uh, first to two wins. Okay, what is your buzzer, Craig? Uh, Barisic, because I'm going to be shite at this. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what's your buzzer? Uh, J-bag. <laughs> okay, here come the players then, boys. Get ready on your buzzers. This move was a shock in January 2004, after the Danish midfielder moved from Everton to Real Madrid for a fee of only... Two back. Chris. Thomas Gravison. It is Thomas Gravison. Talking about open goal, I know. I know! <laughs> right, next one up. While this striker had been seriously out of form leading up to the January transfer in 2011, it would seem unlikely that any trans record transfer fee would have been broken for the Spaniard. Shame bag. Fernando Torres. Fucking well done, Chris. That's a clean sweep for you today. 2-0. 2-0. 2 Right, listen. I know you've had a hard week yet, Craig, so you can still have replies, my man. Oh, that's the last thing I need. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh well, the hands across the divide. I like that, Chris. So Aye. well done, Craig. Eyes in. Everyone, no one's alone. All the best, mate. I take care, guys. Um, You're too we'll, good to see you again, we'll, mate. We'll still win the league. Ooh. 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 Fucking go. right, we will. Fucking. Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. If you win the league, come back on, and I'll say that the better team won the league. All right. Dumb man. There you go. <laughs> uh, see you later, bud. Right, see you later, guys. And if you want pies, you want to try that donor kebab pie, get on to Pie Sports. I want one of them to know. <laughs> so this week, uh, Football Daft is sponsored by Better Help Online Therapy. As this month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. Now, we've all had... A hard time about over lockdown and you know mental health before a lot of people thought it, therapy and stuff like that is for like crazy people but so many people are having to go to therapy now because therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you it means you recognize you have emotions you need help you need to learn how to control them not avoid them so we've all had i think every single one of us have had mental health issues over lockdown i think you know hi and i think we're all we're all led to believe that it isn't part of being normal talking about mental health and stuff i think i think a lot of what you're saying now we've learned over the past two 18 months to two years that it is good to talk about these things and it's so important to speak about it and don't suffer in silence with it because that can be very damaging no i Exactly, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you don't get a, a hold of it, I mean, you know, you look at male suicide rates, you know, it's one of the biggest killers mm-hmm. in young men, you know, and you can help that by you helping your mental health. You know, we, we go to the gym to work on our bodies, we go to the doctor when we need help, so why not help your mind, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, and we've got, we've got teamed up with BetterHelp Online Therapy and we've got an offer for you because BetterHelp is a customised online therapy that offers video, phone and even live chat sessions with a therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. 
There's over 2 million people have tried BetterHelp Online Therapy, so it's highly recommended. So why not give it a try? If you're struggling with your mental health, you just want someone to speak to, this is probably a good inroad to that. And we've got an offer here for Football Daft listeners. You're going to get 10% off the first month using BetterHelp. So if you go to betterhelp.com slash daft, that's better, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash daft, you're going to get 10% off your first month by using that. So if you want to speak to someone, you want to reach out, you want to get a hold on your mental health, try BetterHelp right now. It's now time for Gredos Free Riddles on Football Day. Gredos Free Riddles of the It was Gredos Free Riddles twice. I know. He Aye, because remember even last week you only had one? Aye, he's um, got, it, it was a hang man. We all know what Gredo's <laughs> like. He gets excited about something. He does it for a wee while, thinks it's oh. brilliant, and then he just like, gives oh, up. Every single... I remember when he started watching The Sopranos about two years ago. Oh. He didn't show up about it, kept phoning me and talking to me about it, and then I don't think he get past season two. Yeah. I, <laughs> hopefully he'll be back next week. He will be back next week. He's filming two doors down this week, but he'll be back with riddles next week. But I've got them today. I've got three riddles of footballers, someone related to Scottish football. It's up to you guys in the studio and at home to try and guess it. See if you can beat Stephen and Chris on them this week. Before we start this week, congratulations to everyone who got last week's riddle. We asked this question, a riddle. Den's wife's mailman is an integral part of the machine's toilet. Who was it, Chris Toe? I can't remember. Den, <laughs> Den's wife's mailman is an I, integral I, part... I, I got it straight away uh, last week, but I forgot. So, Den's wife, Ange, from East End, <laughs> mailman, post day, is an integral part of the machine, cog, post cog, toilet. Posticoglu, there we go. That's how we got to that one. Right, big news, shock news. You know how Dean's had four in a row for the listeners? Who beat him? Who beat him? Who beat him? He didn't get in. He was just he must have got too late to the podcast this week. Congratulations, get another point on the board. Ryan Dunbar. Ryan Dunbar, my buddy. Ryan Dunbar. Ryan Dunbar. Ryan Dunbar. We should calm Dunbar. Actually, she said, I smell shite. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan's on two points now. He will uh, go above Ali McDonald, Pat the Pallet Prick, Declan Ramage, Albert's Legend, John Mitchell, Ian Meikle, and Jack, who are all on one. Uh, Nicola Purden still on two. Dean's on four. Stephen's on 14. I'm on 17. And Chris is on 27. Are you ready for this week's race? Yes. Come on. Here we go. First riddle. Soprano gets fire going. Soprano gets fire going. Tony. Tony Hughes. No. Which is Tony Cascadino? No. <laughs> Tony. Sparks. <laughs> Think bigger than Tony. Pavarotti. Was he a soprano? No, he was a tenor, wasn't he? He was a tenor. What did Carmella, oh, call, what did Carmella call Tony? Oh, 
That's oh no, it was Tony Watt that was on before. I thought we'd already had Anthony Stokes. Oh, that's easy enough. Fuck. Fire going, Stokes fire. So there Aye, Anthony Stokes. <laughs> right, okay. Next <laughs> one. I've clearly, I've clearly been steaming when I've written these. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been last night after you're celebrating, John. <laughs> right. Done. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Robin Hood's wee pal, Baby Sheep Stings. Robin Hood's wee pals, baby sheep stings. John Lambie. Yes! Come <laughs> on! Well done. Right. Okay. All I could think was Little John, man. What the fuck? Little John, I'm thinking the fucking Little John sheep. Right. Here we go. Next one. Duran Duran hit. Express his suspicion. What? Rio Hatai. <laughs> His name is Rio and he came to play for Ange. Duran Duran hit expresses suspicion at Scottish potato. Hatai. <sighs> Stephen, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a whitewash for Chris this week, which puts him on. By the way, Stevie has wrote him when he's been steaming last night. I know. I go. Gone with that last Aye. night. Aye. Fucking. Rangers get pumped three and all. Toe pumps me three and all. And all man, fuck's oh, sake! There's oh. a po- there's a portrait in it. Right, okay. <laughs> one for the punters next week. Are you ready for this? Yes. First one in. See if you can get get. If you've skipped to this bit of the podcast, especially to get the riddle right, do that so you can get yourself on the leaderboard and see if you can beat Dean and Ryan to it. Right, because we want to get more people on the leaderboard. Here is the riddle for next week. Grass cutting, Man City defender. Grass cutting. I know that. I know that. City That's easy. That's easy. So that is this week's riddle for you guys. Good luck. It is the football daft moment of the week, and last week's results are in. And they are as follows. Chris, your nomination. Remember you were telling us about Aloha and how you, the post just said you for you to park in a, a space in the Kentucky Fried Chicken car park when you weren't allowed to. <laughs> and they were saying basically the polo breaks the law. That was in last place with 10 Of course it was. There you go. And third, Stephen's nomination. The Tunisian Rangers Supporters Club. 21%. And it's said, got to be the boy, the Dutch boy. It's got to be. I mean, you think it would be the Dutch boy, wouldn't you? The boy that's heartless bastards. If it's no boy that's battled back from cancer, you know the Ajax players applaud him. Beautiful moment in football, absolutely beautiful. That's no second. That is second with the percent <laughs> of the vote. Our listeners are heartless bastards. <laughs> they are. What do you expect? Ninety-nine percent of them are fucking Rangers supporters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking walked into that one. The winner of the moment of the week. Congratulations to Sideshow Bob who put the listener nomination forward this week. It was the Kelty Cup shock which beat. Oh, someone. that's a good one. Bat- bat- battling against cancer, so that had thirty-nine percent. So they. So. So, Kelty Hearts puts the Johnson at the cup and their players having to walk through the Kelty Hearts fans beats the boy coming back for beating cancer. Yeah. Our listeners listeners are heartless. Fair enough. Okay, uh, so this week, so the listeners get to nominate first since they won. 
last week. They get to nominate first, and I've chosen for this week's nomination. You've got a wee snigger, John. You've got a wee snigger oh, here. Sorry, I'm, I'm just like, it's quite funny. <laughs> the nomination for the listeners this week comes from Ryan, who has nominated Stephen and Grado's Tears. There, that's the listener nomination for this week. And I have to say that it, they weren't kind of listener nominations to Rangers this week, so that's the best of a bunch. Other nominations include uh, Fit Boss Pish, um, Barisic sitting on his hole before a bad scores, Kenton Yermanovic is back pocket. The implosion of Barisic was another nomination. The ball boys giving it tight to McGregor, they've all been. Pretty bad towards Rangers, but we'll go. We'll go with Stephen and Grado's tears for this week. I'll I'll take my medicine. Take yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll, I'm we'll, a big boy. We'll go with that. Chris, we'll come to you next. Can I just mute everything in the room? Because I know what Chris's is going to be. It's it's got to be, Hannah. It's just got to be the fucking absolute demolition job that Celtic done on Rangers. Last night, it's, it, there's no, there's no two ways about. It. I know that it's going to come last. I know that it's going to come last. But you know what? Sticking to my guns, standing up for my morals, and I'm saying Celtic three, Rangers now is my moment of the week. Right. Okay. Celtic result moment of the week. Stephen, what's yours? It's going to be the mass hysteria and the absolute out of the fucking blue signing of Aaron Ramsey. Oh, yeah, I know what's winning this week. I, I think it's just, it's not only, I mean, not only are we getting somebody in who's a household name in football, like we were talking about household names and all that, like Gaza and fucking Craig Bellamy and Robbie Keane and all that jazz. It's like getting somebody in on transfer deadline day, on the deadline day, makes it that wee bit more exciting. Everybody, I woke up in the morning looking at my phone, we're all saying the same things. I right, no bother. What a shite. There was the not one on. person that thought, aye, this is a goer. This is going to materialise. Not and a chance. When I seen Fabrizio Romano, I don't think I've ever seen that guy getting one wrong. And no, it's no, very, very unusual, isn't it? When I aye. seen him posting it, I was like, oh, fuck, there might be legs to this. Yeah. And it's one of the, it's one of the bands as a Rangers fan at the moment. It's the most excited excited we've been in current weeks. So my nomination is the arrival of Aaron. Right. See, from next week, I'm going to ban you all and nominating your own clubs for things. Well, do you know, I I, I always try not to choose a Celtic king because... So do I. I went for a Tunisian man last week. You never chose a fucking (laughs) Celtic king. I went went for a Tunisian one. The the Tunisian fucking uh, (laughs) Joe Aribo haters club. (laughs) Right. Okay, I'm... After his fucking performance last night, I wish they'd been through I bet, um, you wish, I bet you wish him and Bassey had actually clashed it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I think I'm, an, I'm an, a loser this week. I'm, I'm stuck between two. I loved Queen of the South's tweet the other night there when they equalised against Wraith Dovers in the 85th minute when the, the guy at Queen of the South clearly got very excited and tweeted, Shea Gordon from about four million yards, it's three. Uh, <laughs> I love that. But is I think it, has anybody seen the goal? Oh, it was a belter. It was absolutely. It wasn't four million yards. I would just like to clarify. It was more like twenty-five yards. But I'm going to have to nominate. I don't know if you saw this interview after the Edinburgh derby. The Hibs goalkeeper uh, Kevin Dabrowski making his debut had a great, great match. Uh, stopped Hearts on so many occasions. There was one save down 
down low was his, mm. his hand that he got to. It was incredible. But the post-match interview, this young boy's come over from Poland at this age of 16, 17. You know, he made his debut. He's battled his way into the Hibs team, first first team. Made his debut. Had a great game in the Edinburgh derby. And then the post-match interview... He was. You saw the over. He was so overcome with emotions, and just you just wanted to hug him, you know. And he was. Luke Shanley said to him, "You're quite emotional after that." And you just thought at that point he was going to greet. You thought Luke Shanley's playing for him to cry here. He's playing uh, for uh, crying here. He's one of these Ryan Christie moment, isn't he? Aye. Aye. He wanted the, to... the, the producers in the, the producers in Luke's here. Get him to cry. Get him to cry. Keep pushing it. Glow <laughs> in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> And my, my wife comes my wife comes through while watching this going, Oh, what a lovely wee boy he is. You know, and I'm just like <laughs> I was just like so I, I wish you called I wish you'd call John's fucking moment of the week, John's crush. <laughs> Kevin Dabrowski. What a what a guy. What a guy. Aye, Letting aye, the emotion magic. run high. And I, I thought it was a beautiful moment in Scottish football. So guys, there's nothing better than seeing no, somebody with just just buzzing about playing the game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? John. See if I was voting, I would vote for that. Oh, would you, Chris? Would you? Oh, All right. See if I was voting, I'd vote for Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up to you to vote. Get on now to Football Daft Pod. Uh, the poll will be up there. What will be the moment of the week? <laughs> the poll will be up there. <laughs> the poll will be. The poll will be up there. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so. The- the poll and the poll will be up there on, on <laughs> at Football Daft Pod. Get voting now. You can get more from Football Daft on our Patreon channel right now, patreon.com forward slash football daft. You'll be able to see the video version of this podcast. You'll be able to see Stephen sitting there looking sad. Chris, you'll be able to see in his mask in uh, tribute to Callum McGregor. Uh, you'll be able to see the outtakes from the show. Not so much this week because Grado's not here, but there's some belters from last week which uh, were very funny, so you can check those out. Uh, teammates, all our teammates are up there. Uh, you get a chance to be a pundit on Rangers and Celtic Daft, plus get the video versions of those. Um, and you'll get cameos from the boys as well if you want a birthday message, anything like that, you can get that done on our Patreon, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash football daft, all one word. Uh, get involved now, uh, and talking of the teammates that you'll see all of them up there, we'll let you hear one now, it's Dundee, Air, Thistle, and let's face it, fucking just about every club in Scotland, uh, it's Gary Harkins. Worst Dressed I need to go Reese Weston. Um, I played with him at Dundee. He played with Arsenal before that, but he looked. It was as if he was dressed up to go to a show every time he came in the mornings. He'd always had like big bright yellow socks or pink socks or something. He came in one day with a pair of boots on. So <laughs> I need, need to give it him. Oh mate, he's coming out of work with a pair of boots on, he's going to get it for that man alone. That's going to get it. Mate, my father's wanting a boot with Ugg slippers in me, man. It's fucking... <laughs> he gives me the boat, man. Anyway. Moniest. Moniest? Oh, there's quite a few, but it's got to be Paul McGowan. Oh, um, he does Honestly, like, see, off the pitch, he's a nice wee guy, but just the moniest wee face you'll ever see in it. Like, see when you see Aye. him? He just moans about absolutely everything with that wee face on, so... He looks like that, doesn't he? Just an angry 
an you angry wee guy. Aye. He wants to get, you get pulled over on the motorway one day because him and uh, an R player who's still involved in the game, so I'm not mentioning him because he's kind of managing, so you can put two two together. But they were fighting in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out now. Uh, he's managing. He's managing. Aye. He played with Dundee. It's James. It's his manager now. I don't know how long it was going to take you to. Who do you want to back you up in a fight? Um, Gary McKenzie. Um, big Gary McKenzie that was at Rangers, Blackpool. Uh, I played him at Dundee, but um, uh, he he once told a story about having his grand in a headlock, so I'll, t- <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take big guys and come back to You're not why I fuck with him then, mate. No, no you're not messing about with him, no. Best looking? Oh, you'll need to go with big Jim Lachlan for the smile. Aye. Aye. Big smiler. Uh, get your teeth out, was always he saying, so I'll go with big Jim. Teacher's pet? Well, there's loads of them in the game, aren't there? Um, Aye, Need to be wee Cammy Kerr, that's at Dundee now. Aye. Aye, he was, he's teacher's pet. He was uh, one, aye, always there with the manager, always laughing at his bad jokes and that, so I'll go on. <laughs> Most skillful? Probably two guy. Aye. I wouldn't say, like, he wasn't doing like flicks and that, but just the skill of him, like passing and controlling and volleying, I'll, I'll go with him. As Blackburn minute. Aye. Worst trainer? Big Sissoko that was at Kilmarnock. Aye. 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 He oh, was some player too. Oh, I know, but he never got... Well, he was probably still half asleep half the time he was at training, honestly. <laughs> just just the most chilled guy ever. Used to have the manager shouting and bawling at him and he'd be like, ah, Gaffer, not today, come on. Lovely <laughs> 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 with him. Who never gets the round in? <laughs> I just want to say Gary Irvin. Um, I see, I've known him since I was twelve, and I don't think he's bought me a pint yet. So I'll go with him. <laughs> Fucking out the order, Gary man. Out the order. <laughs> known him since twelve. We still know about your pint. That's it. I know. <laughs> Biggest bam up merchant. Craig Hinchcliffe or Willie Kinnebra, I think. Um, those two um, at Party Thistle were went Some of the some of the pranks they pulled on each other and our people. Um, was well, it Rangers, Kinnebra was it Rangers? Was it Rangers? Aye, so, <laughs> so it's kind of a story that leads on to the other one. So it's like Willie Kinnebra one day um, nailed Hinchy's shoes to the ground. <laughs> or, not, or it was the other way around. And then Willie changed Hinchy's reggie plate, like bought a reggie plate online that said ball bag. <laughs> right, and changed it. <laughs> so Hinch- so Hinchy's then come in like a couple of days later in training with this ticket for police saying they get pulled over and they had to go to court and stuff because he had this wrong ready plate in his car. <laughs> so what Willie didn't know is Hinchy's set this up and he set up, he's got like lawyers letters and everything. So on the day that we were meant to be going to court, we were in the minibus, like uh, Jerry Britton and everybody, Jerry was dressed like a lawyer. So we were on the minibus <laughs> from the corner from where the court is. So Willie strolls in the corner and he's shooting at when we all jump out of the bus. That's <laughs> fucking... Yeah. That's brilliant! That's a belter, That's a belter! That's class! Jenny Britton done that with a lawyer, wouldn't he? Take him, him long to look like a lawyer, wouldn't he? I know, I know. Well, he is a lawyer, isn't he? Top shagger. 
Craig McEwen. There you go. <laughs> not even a not a competition there. That was definitely. You didn't even take a breath. We're just right in there. That's no. brilliant, man. No, that's, you're that's the first that. person to answer that question. Is I know. Aye. Aye. <laughs> yeah, that was going, ah, well, you've got no, right. he, he was single for most of the years after the game's back in Best you've played with? Um, I'd say two guy, technically. Aye. Aye. Um, him, obviously, uh, uh, Barry Ferguson was there at the same time and he was top, top drawer as well. So, uh, but I would need to go with, with two guy, I think. Two guy. So that's it for this week's Football Daft. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, you can listen back to all the Football Daft episodes in the archive right now and you can sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft if you want more content. Uh, Rangers and Celtic Daft will be back on the channel next week looking at the weekend games. Um, boys, uh, looking ahead to the weekend games, uh, let's start off with the Saturday games. Dundee, Ross County, that is a Big, big match. Ross County will fucking hammer them. I think Ross County will do them, aye. Do you I think Ross County have got, they've got a bit about them, man? That boy up front's a good, good player, That's man. Good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's good. He's looking get, for, for, a, for the bit of goals he's scored for where County are, you know, he, he will be the big difference, I think, mm-hmm. for them. I mean, they've, they've, they're not picking up many wins, but they're not getting many losses at the moment. So, mm-hmm. aye, big, big game for Dundee. They need three points out of that. Mate, see, if they, see if County can just keep the back door shut. Like, because they can see too many goals for County, but they're always going to score as well. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. there's something about them, man. Yeah. I, see, I quite they, like what Malky's doing. Yeah. See, see, like, that Motherwell game there. That was... Mm-hmm. All they had to do was hold out for two minutes I or know. something do you know uh, what I mean and they were very unlucky it was a great finish by a young Motherwell player right enough but I, I just Ross County like you say Stevie they seem to have a wee bit about them now mm-hmm. and I, th- I think they'll do it in D handily right St Johnson Dundee and our big game at the bottom Derby there um, St Johnson Dundee United you mean Dundee Dundee United yeah sorry well is it at McDermott Park ah it's at McDermott I think I still think I think Dundee United will do them Aye, yeah, I agree. It's one of the ones I think they'll do, they'll hysteria at getting that win the other night. So Johnson's a big win for them. I think they could come crashing back down to earth. Livingston Aberdeen. I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, here we are. Is that a big brother one? No, two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> two, nights, two nights ago, I put a coupon on and I put on five draws. And fucking Livingston fucked me. Five draws in the week in the oh. SPFL. And Livingston fucked me, man. Oh, I was gutted. I was gutted. I thought they, I thought they had, a, had enough about them to do that. But uh, I think Livy are, apart from that recent result, they've been going really well. But Aberdeen have been all right recently as well. So I'm going to say I think that game will be a draw. Yeah, draw. Same. Same. Yeah. And I tell you what, Hibs St Mirren, that John Maloney needs to get a win, doesn't he? Uh, is it in Paisley? It's at uh, Easter Road. Who has it? St Mirren <laughs> just signed again. St Mirren just Ced- like a Cedric signing. Eaton, born a Barisic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll get fucked then. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, you... I think I'm going to go with a, a Hibs victory there. 
how was victory? Scrimoni uh, just needs to get. I, I think he's he's not really done what I thought he was going to do. I he started he was, off well. Started, started off well, John. I you're right. The mm-hmm. first couple of games, I think it was pretty much coming up against the old, the old Selic. Give them yeah. a give them a bit of fright. They've kind of went into themselves a wee bit. So, you know, it's a again, it's a project. Uh, kind of like what Ange was when we brought him in. So, mm-hmm. and you've got to give the boy a bit of time. Aye, definitely. They just look like a team in transition, don't they? Aye, I think Hibs, I think Hibs could could win this one. Yep. Aye. And then on to Sunday, both games on telly uh, this weekend uh, on Sky. Uh, we kick off Motherwell Celtic, uh, one thirty, Chris. Uh, again, John, I'm just enjoying the football. You know, I'm not. I'm not expecting anything. I'm not. I'm enjoying Fuck watching. Off. It. Fuck off. Three, 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 <laughs> I tell you what. I mean, you look at the tail. Motherwell have done. I mean, are going pretty well when you look at. I mean, nine wins, six draws, nine losses. But you know, they they've just popped. They've just. Uh, this week they've, they've posted up record profits for yeah, the club obviously because of the Turnbull sale as well isn't that because mm-hmm. of the Turnbull sale can Motherwell go got on few, but they got a few bob for Tony Watt as well they got a hundred yeah, so for him as well don't they can, can Motherwell you know go on to become that third force I mean back in the day Motherwell were the third kind of for a, for a CPR the, the new firm yeah, I mean, with part in the nineties, like Motherwell were were going good guns. Yeah. I mean, Graham the Alexander seems to be Aberdeen and the United, was it not? So it was. I thought it was Motherwell and the United. It was Aberdeen and the United. I mean, Motherwell. I was... think. I, I still think. My answer to your question, I think, is no, John. No, I think no. I just don't see it. I don't. I think your Hearts, your Aberdeens, your Hibs, when they get their act together, are always going to be bigger clubs and. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't see. It. I just motherwell. I just look I, and go. Nah, do you know? I I like. I've got a. I I kind of like motherwell. I don't know why, because I know like historically they've kind of been a fit, like Rangersy. You know, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to call it that. Do you know? Um, I think a lot of Rangers fans when they left Ibrox after. The Mo Johnson signing actually went to Motherwell. I think their season ticket uh, holders went up by like two and a half thousand a year later. But uh, I think I, I like Motherwell and I like a well run club. I like yeah. to see them doing well. And do you know what they are? That they are a family club. Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. um, and I've been to I've been to Fir Park a few times, and I, I enjoy it. It's, it's always a decent atmosphere and stuff like that. So I, I quite like Motherwell. I'd like to see them doing well, but. I played them as well, getting the money for Turnbull and then Tony Watt move and Aye. getting the books and all that. Fair play, because that's, that's no mean feat, especially this day and age, man, the current no, climate. Certainly yeah. not, especially with Scottish teams as well. Aye. No, I mean, uh, like you see like wee teams down in England, they, they bring through a player and he goes to a Premier League club for 10, 15 million quid. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You see, then you see teams like Motherwell bringing through young players like uh, Hasty, and stuff like that, and they can uh, it's a, a small transfer fee, and then they can uh, fade off into obscurity. You never really hear yeah. much of them again after it, you know what I mean? So, uh, you're mm-hmm. right, Stevie, getting that money for, for Turnbull and, and what is a, is a Fucking great, great business, man. Great uh, business for them. Yeah, still Celtic going to beat them, I oh, fucking 114 now at <laughs> half <laughs> time, but it'll finish 114 too. Right, well, we'll see where we're at with that next week on Celtic Daft. Stephen, on at four o'clock kickoff. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. 
I mean, what oh. what are you th- what are you thinking with this one? I mean, like I said earlier on the show, Hearts are more than capable in coming to iBooks and getting something. Yeah, the way we are, they right. We need. I hope they're still fighting, they I hope they're still arguing. They're still having this big heated debate. They're fucking ironing it all out. Because we need to win, because I've got a feeling we're going to be four points behind come four o'clock, come kick off on Sunday. Right. I mean, the Hearts, I mean, they've got a good squad there. You see, mm-hmm. I mean, Barry Mackay seems to be playing, he's kind of playing in the kind of 10 role for them, and he's, he seems to be thriving there. John, um, what, what do you call the big, is it Ellis you call the big Ellis Sims that they've got on loan from Everton. He's a handful. He and, is an absolute and the handful. boy in midfield as well, bring me. He's a, a good yeah. player as well. And then around them, you've got Halliday's there. I think yeah, they've probably got the best. Boys, right? they've, got, they've got the best squad out with the old firm, I think. They're the best of the rest. Squad wise. <laughs> well, yeah. they're, they're, they're the third, aren't they? They're aye, third aye. place. Yeah. But I mean, like, they're, they're no third, like, they're no like, overachieving. I think with oh, that squad no. they've got, they should be up there. What you're saying there, Steve, is if you took Celtic and Rangers out of the league, you'd be the Aye, house, definitely. Man. Definitely. Aye. I think it's... I was having a wee debate on Twitter last night where this is this is Ibrooks boys. They do a podcast. I've known a couple of times. They've grown about a You've reaction. been on a podcast apart from us, man. No way. <laughs> I know. A couple, mate. A couple. <laughs> but they're going on about a reaction. We've been saying this, a reaction after the Aberdeen game, a reaction after Ross County. Yeah. We need a reaction after Celtic. I'm still waiting to see this reaction, and this reaction isn't going to come unless something changes tactically. And I worry for Sunday because it's going to be a very, very... I want, the next two games are going to be very tricky. As poor as Hibs have been, you bet your bottom bomb they come to Ibrooks to play out their skin on Wednesday night. Do you know what I mean? And then you've got Hearts first on Sunday, so... Two very hard games, and I'm going to say it'll be 2-0 to Rangers on Sunday. Right, right. we'll see where we're at on Rangers staff next week. Um, thank you very much for <laughs> listening to Football Daft this week. Uh, remember, leave a review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Get us on socials, Football Daft Pod, Football Daft Podcast on Insta, and just search for Football Daft on Facebook. We'll get you on the next one. Audio. Frontier.